Now that we've got your attention... Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from Rapidly Rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison. On Island Radio, KISL Avalon at 88.7 on your FM dial and at KISLAvalon.com on your internet dial. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone, and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. Much to what I'm sure will be listener Neil's great delight, this week's edition of the show is just chock-full of vocal harmony. We're going to celebrate the birthdays of Elliot Shaw and Victor Skirtsinger, we'll hear from some female and male close harmony groups, and have some good times. You know who has never had his own birthday segment on the show? That's right, Elliot Shaw. Well, we're about to correct that oversight right now. Last week, April 10th, marked the birth in 1887 in Des Moines, Iowa, of Elliot Stanton Shaw. Shortly after his marriage in 1910, he moved to New York to study voice and pursue a singing career. As a bass, he found work as a church soloist, concert and oratorio singer, and sang in male quartets. He joined the Shannon Four in 1917, but as a baritone, since founder Wilfred Glenn was a basso profundo. Like his fellow Shannons, he sang and recorded extensively apart from the group under his own name, as well as a variety of pseudonyms. Shaw made his first solo recording for Victor in 1920 and made records in duos, trios, and quartets of popular and religious songs like classics and even opera. He made his last recordings in 1935 and retired to Massachusetts. Elliot Shaw died on August 13, 1973, in Eastchester, New York. Here are but four of the 674 entries in the Discography of American Historical Recordings, which include Elliot Shaw.
I dream a little more about your tender smile. It keeps me happy all the while from five till nine. I dream of kissing time and just can't wait till I'm with you. Then from nine until eleven, I'm always up in heaven. That's when my daydreams come true. I 
musically to Morocco last week, and there you have a little Middle Eastern-sounding exoticism in A Siren Dream, courtesy of Edwin J. McAnally's orchestra. A Siren Dream was written by Lou Pollock and Al Sherman, and that recording was made October 10, 1927. Before that, the vocal duo of Helen Clark and Elliot Shaw, who were just a little blue, on a Vocalion 78 made in February of 1923. Interestingly, it seems Helen Clark sang around. She had recorded I'm Just a Little Blue with Shaw's Shannon Four Quartet mate, tenor Louis James, for Victor just a few weeks earlier on December 22, 1922. And speaking of quartet mates, before I'm Just a Little Blue, it was Elliot Shaw and fellow member of the Shannon Four, tenor Charles Hart with I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles, recorded February 26, 1919. I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles was composed by John William Kellett with the words by Jan Kenbroven for The Passing Show of 1918. Jan Kenbroven was actually a pseudonym for three writers, James Kendis, James Brockman, and Nat Vincent, using the first three letters from each last name. We started our tribute to Elliot Shaw with another solo effort from one to two. Shaw was back there by Whitey Kaufman and the original Pennsylvania Serenaders, on March 21, 1924. From 1 to 2 was composed by Joe Hoover with the lyrics by Larry Bard. I'm Glenn Robison, and you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. Last week during the birthday segment, I was going to play Marchetta by Victor Skirtsinger, but ran out of time. Well, this week, not only am I going to play Marchetta, but Skirtsinger is going to get his own belated birthday segment. 
He was born April 8, 1888 in Mahanoy City, Pennsylvania into a musical family and was a violin prodigy. He studied music at the University of Brussels and worked as a concert violinist, conductor, and songwriter. He became involved in the film industry in 1916, writing music for silent film scores, then directing, screenwriting, and producing, going on to win the Best Musical Score and Sound Recording Oscars in 1934. He directed 89 films, including two of the Hope and Crosby Road Pictures, wrote music for 50 films, and has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Victor Skirtzinger died in Hollywood on October 26, 1941, at just 53 years of age. His song catalog includes Nobody's Using It Now, My Love Parade, If I Knew You Better, and these.
Shilkrit and the Victor Orchestra with Gotta Be Good, featured in the Paramount Picture Manhattan Cocktail from Victor 21772, recorded November 1, 1928. The vocal refrain was by the male vocal quartet, the Four Rajas, who were baritone Ted Roy, tenors Marlon Hurt and Art Gentry, and Louis Chico. They made a few records on their own, with Roy playing piano, Hurt playing violin, and Louis Chico on harp. They were also a working group, heard on radio and in person, describing themselves as sovereigns of futuristic jazz, which they defined as injecting a lot of vocal wah-wahs and wackadoo-wackadoo into popular ballads and ragtime. Before the Rajas, it was the Benson Orchestra of Chicago, directed by Don Bester, with the 11-word, 11-syllable title, Do You, Don't You, Will You, Won't You Love Me Too? Written by George A. Little, Larry Sketzline, Willie Howard, and Gene Howard. The Victor 78, number 19197, was made in Chicago on November 5, 1923. Skirtsinger's composition Marchetta, a love song of old Mexico, was recorded by dozens of people between 1917 and 1942, but we heard Eddie South and his international orchestra with Eddie South himself on violin, and their swinging September 7, 1931 Victor recording made in Chicago. Have a particular song or artist you'd like to hear on Rapidly Rotating Records? Well, you can send your requests and your comments about the show by email to glenn at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or send cards or letters to Post Office Box 145 Claremont, California, 91711. That's Glenn, G-L-E-N-N, at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com or Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. The bond between siblings can be extra special. It certainly is between our identical twin nieces, Jamie and Jesse, and there's even a day to celebrate the sibling relationship, National Siblings Day, April 10th, founded in 1995 by Claudia Evert. So for my brother Tom and all you siblings out there, the next two segments will consist of records by sisters and brothers. Here are the Locust Sisters. Bye. 
Seven Singing Sisters with their, shall we say, unique version of the overture to Rossini's opera, William Tell. Just one problem. Well, the main one is there were apparently no sisters at all in the group. It was founded in Vienna in the late 20s or 1930, and they recorded, toured, and appeared in films all over the world into the 1940s. On their first recordings, made in 1930 on the Electrola label, they were credited as Edmund Fritz's Singing Babies. This regal Xenophone 78 was made in Milan, Italy in March of 1935, and the flip side is Liszt's Hungarian Rhapsody No. 2. Before the Singing Sisters, we heard Saul Wagner and his orchestra, and You Don't Like It, Not Much, written by Ned Miller, Art Kahn, and Chester Cohn. On the OK issue of that May 13, 1927 recording, the vocal trio is uncredited, but on the Australian Parlophone release, they're identified as the Brown Sisters and Green, with the band credited as the Rhythm Breakers. And I'm going to guess the Brown Sisters and Green was a pseudonym inspired by the real singing siblings, the Keller Sisters and Lynch. We started with Willie Krieger's orchestra, identified on Jeanette 6138 as the Georgia Collegians and Sometimes I'm Happy. Vincent Humans wrote the tune, and the Irving Caesar lyrics were sung on April 30, 1927 by the Locust Sisters, who, unlike others in this set, really were sisters, all five born within a span of about seven years. Lillian, Ida, Mildred, and Hilda sang, and Matilda played piano. Their parents emigrated from Russia, and Father Joseph was a tailor. They were known as the Miracle Makers of Harmony and were featured as missionaries in the Broadway musical Hit the Deck. They also appeared in a couple of MGM Metro Movie Tone review shorts. This was one of a few Jeanette 78s, but the sisters also made several sides for Columbia and a trial for Victor. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7, on demand, anytime at all, online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. And we're on iTunes as a podcast and part of the Global Community Radio Network. There are lots of recordings of singing brothers on country and hillbilly records. There don't seem to be quite so many on popular records, but here are some fine examples. ¶¶ 
His mother made him practice every day. Tra-la-la-la-la-la-la. And though it made the neighbors move away, he went tra-la-la-la-la-la-la. His mother said he'd sing after he'd grown up. And so he watched the years drag. Time marches on, now I'll own up. His voice sounds like the tearing of a rag. He could be a great singer, but he hasn't a chance. Every vocal teacher he goes to tells him he ought to dance. He puts so much expression in the songs of romance. Still each vocal teacher he goes to tells him he ought to dance. His obligato leaves them blotto, and although it sounds sweet, they just yell brutal, it's all futile. Your vocal talent has slipped to your feet. He has studied in Paris with the masters of France. But the masters had him deported. They said he ought to dawn. sweet home where mum and dad live because you don't know mum and dad very well but they, they haven't spoken for the last 15 years the other day the kitchen boiler burst and they went out together for the first time we've got a house from the building society two quid a week it's the usual variety cash on the dots we get the lot a hundred years from now Two quid a week and the lodgers are paying it We hate them all cause we know they're saying it They never speak, we never speak Except to start around They've always got a bassinet blocking up the hall That's, That's the worst of having people upstairs They know the rudest limericks and write them on the wall That's, That's the worst, worst of having people upstairs 
The woman's doing washing every day as short as eggs. We have to lend them angle and we have to lend the pegs. And hanging on the landing are a lot of things with legs. That's, That's the worst, worst of having people upstairs. Dreadful people. They wait till mother's shopping, then they come and pinch the coal. That's the worst of having people upstairs. The kids have got a ball and think that father is a goal. That's the worst of having people upstairs. They've got our lovely bathroom full of overcoats and caps. So mother's bathing in the sink in front of all the chaps. And every now and then she's knocking something on the taps. That's the worst of having people upstairs. How can you get rid of these people? Well, we could let the rooms. What, do you mean advertise? Yes, look here, there are two advertisements in the paper today. Bed sitting room wanted by a lady with gas connections. Right, girl. Young married couple require furnished flat with no children until September. Oh. They've got a jar on the window with fishes in. They drop the water that they wash the dishes in. They're never posh. They never wash or use a brush and comb. They've got a cat and she goes out meandering. We let her in when she's done her philandering. They are the kind who never mind when nice young girls leave home. They've got a shocking wireless, they're getting on the heart. That's, That's the, the worst, worst of having people upstairs. The kids are up the aerial and swinging on the wire. That's the worst of having people upstairs. And when we go to sleep, I'm feeling very nearly dead. They're always beating carpets in the passage overhead. And every other wallet knocks the baby out of bed. That's, That's the worst of having people upstairs. Oh, they are awful. They've got a hundred relatives who come round every night. That's, That's the, the worst, worst of having people upstairs. And half a dozen policemen come to referee the fight. That's, That's the, the worst, worst of having people upstairs. The woman is so common when the vicar comes to tea. She's standing with a bottle there for everyone to see. And sliding down the banisters and shouting, Look at me. That's, That's the worst, worst of having people upstairs. Oh, they'll cling forever like the ivy. That's the worst of having people
the Broadway bellhops with Oh You Lulu Bell. The fact that the vocal duo on that Harmony 78 is credited as the Harmony Brothers should tell you that the so-called Harmony Brothers aren't brothers at all, but a pseudonym for tenors Arthur Hall and John Ryan. And the Broadway Bellhops is, of course, a pseudonym for members of Sam Lennon's orchestras who made dozens of sides for Columbia under that name, that particular one on March 11, 1926. OU Lulu Bell was composed by Ray Henderson and Robert King with the words by Mort Dixon. Before the Harmony Brothers was a pair of cousins billing themselves as the Western Brothers and their May 1932 recording of The People Upstairs, which they wrote. The Western Brothers were an English music hall and radio act who were popular from the 1930s to the late 1950s, performing self-written topical songs which often lampooned the upper class. Ernest George Western was born July 23, 1895, and younger second cousin Kenneth Alfred Western was born September 10, 1899. They were first heard on radio in the 1920s as the perfectly polite pair, with George providing the piano accompaniment. For their act, they wore monocles and formal evening attire. They toured, made product endorsements, and appeared in a couple of films. Kenneth died January 24, 1963, and George a few years later on August 16, 1969. We started off the set with a couple of genuine, honest-to-goodness siblings, the greatest tap dancers of their day, the Nicholas brothers, Fayard and Harold. If you haven't seen their number Jump and Jive with Cab Calloway in the movie Stormy Weather, do yourself a favor and seek it out. The Nicholas Brothers received no formal dance training, but had a successful career on stage, film, and television well into the 1990s. They even made a couple of records for Decca, including the one we heard, They Say He Ought to Dance, recorded December 6, 1937. In the time remaining, we're going to have some rapidly rotating records about good times and better times in order to remind you once again about the special offer from the Syncopated Times. Donate $100 or more to KISL during the month of April and receive a one-year, 12-issue subscription to the Syncopated Times, the national newspaper which explores the worlds of hot jazz, ragtime, and swing. Find out all about the newspaper at their website, syncopatedtimes.com. And if you'd like to take publisher Andy Sr. up on his generous offer, send me an email to glenn, with two N's, at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com, and I'll get you started. And now it's time for some good times with Ben Selvin. Thank you. 
Sunshine Special. This train is headed for better times. All aboard. Thank you. 
it, a shout out to my Facebook friend, Good Time Gil, who some of you may remember for some time years ago handled the incoming mail for the Dr. Demento show. We started off that Good Time set with Selvin's Orchestra and cheer up, good times are coming. The vocal group, unidentified on the label of that May 15, 1930 Columbia 78, was the Rollickers, singing the Raymond Cloggis lyrics to Jesse Greer's tune. Next was our old friend Ted Lewis, whose 1968 interviews with James Drake I've been reading, courtesy of the Mainspring Press blog. Check it out at 78records.wordpress.com. That was Heading for Better Times, written by Murray Mencher and Charlie Tobias, and that Columbia recording, also released in the UK, was made on January 12, 1931. For good times and even better times, get a one-year, 12-issue subscription to the Syncopated Times. Yours free with your donation of $100 or more during the month of April to KISL, the greatest radio station in the world. I'm Glenn Robison, and you've been listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I... Thank you for your very kind attention. (laughs) ¶¶